Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continue to be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries here on on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the show, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took part time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. Amen. We want to welcome our new listeners to the show. And we do hope and pray that you will continue to listen in every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Amen. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice. We ought to give him a Give him thanks and give him thanks in all things. Giving him thanks for allowing us to see another day. It's truly a blessing for us to be here uh, today and to be alive and to have breath in our bodies. That's the reason to praise God, that we ought to praise him. We ought to keep a praise on our mouth for the Lord. Amen. Amen. The message today will come from John, the 19th chapter. Amen. And I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for another day, God. Father God, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name. We thank you, God, for all that you have done. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to see another new year. We thank you, Father God, for making ways out of no ways for us and taking care of us and providing for us. Lord, we just said thank you. We thank you, God, that you're able to do all things. We know, God, with you all things are possible. So we thank you, God, for doing the new things in our lives. We thank you, Father God, for the new wine. We thank you for the new life. We thank you for the newness in you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we just give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory, God. We thank you, Father God, that you're able to do all things. It's nothing impossible for you, oh God. We give you praise and honor and glory, God, for all miracles that you're going to perform in our lives in, in this year, oh God. So we thank you because you're a miracle working God. We thank you, God, that you're a promise keeper, that you keep your promise unto your children. We thank you, Father, that you have been our light and our darkness. You have led us and guided us. You have protected us from the hands of our enemies. God, we just said thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you're so worthy. Lord, we just give you praise. We just give you honor. Father, we just said thank you for for you just being God. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed over 2,000 years ago that we might live and have life. Lord, we just give you praise, oh God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for being our light. We thank you, God, for being our light in the dark. We thank you, God, because you didn't have to do it, but you did. And we said thank you, God. We thank you for leading us. And God, we thank you for being our shepherd. We thank you for being our deliverer. We thank you, Father, for covering us under your blood. Oh, God, we give you praise. We give you honor and glory. We pray that you will save a soul right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Save a soul right now, Lord. Save souls all over this nation, oh, God, for your glory. In the name of Jesus, Father. 
for me, every need of every person, I'm the sound of my voice, oh God, in the name of Jesus, whatever it may be, physically, mentally, or spiritually, Lord. We ask that you will supply the very need, oh Father, meet them at that point of need in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you for it even now, God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. We just ask you to bring somebody's son home, somebody's daughter home. Bring them up out of sin, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray that you will heal, deliver, and set them free, even now, Lord. Bring them to your marvelous light. Let there be light in their life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father God. We pray for your leaders all over the country. We pray, Father God, that they will have everything that they need for their ministries, everything they need in their homes. Let every bill be paid in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for the leader of this country, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we pray for him, Lord Jesus. We pray for him, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to cover him and cover his family under the blood of Jesus. We protect him from all danger, seed, and I see. Help him to make the right decision for the nations, oh God, because your people are in the land, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we give you praise and we give you honor. And we pray, Father God, that you will heal those who are sick. Those who are lying on their seat, we pray that you will heal. We pray that you will touch them and heal them, Lord. We pray for those who are behind prison bars, Father. We pray for comfort. We pray for comfort for those who have lost loved love ones, oh God. We pray for comfort. We pray for peace, oh God. We pray, Father God, that you will let your peace fall upon this land, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you honor. And we give you glory and we magnify your holy name for thou art worthy, O oh God, of all of our praise and all these things we praise in the mighty name of Jesus. God is good and he's good all the time. What an awesome God that we serve. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Glory to the highest. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The message will come from John, the 19th chapter, and I'm going to begin reading at verse number 28, and the word of God reads, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon his, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And Jesus said, it is finished. Amen. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Jesus said, it is finished. That's the title of our message Message today is, it is finished. Jesus said, it is finished. As we look at this yet description, I want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of this chapter dealing with the death and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of God. Uh, here in this chapter, Jesus had went before Pilate and 
and Pilate had fought no fault in Jesus, and and he had what I would call the street committee around him, and those who hated him, those who mocked him, those who scoffed him, those who cried out and wanted him crucified. But uh, Pilate said, you know, I, I just don't find no fault in him. In other words, what has the man done? What have we done that he should be crucified? And they continued, and they continued and wanted him crucified. And as you continue to read the word of God, um, they crucified Jesus. And they took him to a place where there was two other male factors that were on the cross, one on the left and one on the right. And they crucified Jesus. Here was the Son of God upon the cross dying for the sins of the world. And he died for your sins and he died for my sins. That all might live and that all might have life through him. He was a sinless man. He had no fault. He was sent by God to be the Savior of the world. Jesus, the the Son of God, as he was upon the cross and they had beat him and they had spit upon him, they had nailed his hands to the cross and his feet was nailed to the cross and he had 39 stripes and his flesh was hanging from his bones and the, the beard on his face was pulled from his face and he had a crown of thorns upon his head, and the crown of thorns was pushed down in his flesh, and he uh, he was the blood was flowing from the wound. He was bruised for our iniquities. He 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 was beaten to that you could not even recognize him as a a man because he had took on the sins of the world. Jesus said it. Is finished. It is over and it's done. Because Jesus knew that he had completed, it was a finished work at the cross for mankind. It was a finished work. That's why the Word of God tells us that Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, all the things that had been prophesied by the prophets of old had now been manifested through the life of Jesus, that the son would come and a son would be given. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not, shall not perish, but have eternal life. They talked about Jesus, the old prophets of old, and that he will come. Now Jesus, knowing that everything had been fulfilled that was concerning him, the finished work of the cross, it was finished, Jesus said. It was done. It was over. Now Jesus died upon the cross. He, he died for your sin, and he died for, for, for the sins of the world. He died that all might have life. He said, it's finished. It's done. I have reconciled man back unto God. I have, I have 
carried your burdens, and I, I have carried your pain, and, and I have carried your sorrows, and I, and I was beating, uh, I was beating, I had 39 stripes upon my back, that and my flesh was hanging, that you could be healed in your body. I carried every sickness, and I carried every disease, everything that you would go through in life. It was done at the cross, at the finished work of the cross. It was finished. When Jesus carried the cross, it was finished. Everything that could come against the children of God, everything that could come against you, Jesus had already accomplished everything. He, he made a way that we could be healed. He made a way that we could be delivered. He made a way that we could be set free. He made a way that our sin could be washed away. It was finished. It was finished when they nailed him to the cross. It was finished. Everything was nailed to the cross. It was finished. Everything had been accomplished. All things. It had all been done. That every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl can be set free from sin. Jesus, the Son of God, said it's finished. It's no good going back. You know, sometime in our lives, going on in our lives, many of us have been mocked. Many of us have been talked about, backstabbed, lied on, falsely accused, persecuted for no reason at all, hated for no reason at all, just as Jesus was. Pilate couldn't find no fault in Jesus. He couldn't find no fault in him. He was a sinless man. And many of us have been persecuted. And Christians are being persecuted all over the world just because they love Jesus. But he says in the word, don't think it's strange. When they hate you, they hated me first. Jesus, the son of God, he said it's finished. I've done everything that needed to be done. I have fulfilled the prophecy of old. And the Bible says he gave us the book. Because Jesus said, it is finished. It is done. And it's over. And those who are followers of Christ, We'll be persecuted, we'll be mocked, because the Bible says there are many afflictions of the righteous. We'll go through many things, trials and tribulations in our lives, but God is able to deliver us out of them all. But we must remember that Jesus said that it is finished. So no matter what you're going through, and no matter what your enemy is doing against you, you got to tell them it's finished because your Savior died for it to be finished. You know, sometimes that old devil, he'll come and he'll try to take you back into places. He'll try to take you back into your past. He'll send people to mock you, talk about you, backstab you, spit on you. They don't have to physically spit on you, but they spit on you with the, the mouth. They, they lie on you, they laugh, they laugh at you, they wish you the worst. 
They speak against it. But Jesus said, it's finished. And you have to let your enemy know. You have to let the devil know. You have to let them little devils know. It's finished. Because Jesus did a finished work at the cross. And because he did the finished work at the cross, you can live. You can live again. You can have a new life because at the cross, everything Jesus did was to bring new life. New life. It was him. It was at the cross. Everything was done at the cross. Jesus reconciled us back unto God because we were separated from him by sin. God never meant for man to be separated from him through sin. But Jesus came, and he died upon the cross. He carried the cross of redemption. He shed his blood upon the cross. There's blood everywhere. He said it's finished, and it's done, and it's over. The Son of Man is not coming back as a lamb slain, lamb plain. He's not coming back to die for our sins. He's already done that. He, that's why he said it's finished. It's done. All things are accomplished. It's fulfilled. The scriptures have been fulfilled, and the scriptures are being fulfilled even now before our very eyes. But we've got to have our eyes open that we may see. For the Son of Man is surely to come. And you must be ready. Because he is surely to come. When he said it is finished, it was done. Because he's not coming back. He's not carrying that cross anymore. He's coming back as King of King and Lord of Lord. It's finished. And so we have to look at our lives. And we have to realize that when we belong to God, Jesus has done everything that needed to be done for us. Done. And it was over. It it was done. You know, I remember when I was a little girl and my God given mother, she would bake a cake and put everything in the cake and and then she would take it and she would put it in the, the pan. But she would take a pot of water. Uh, I know some of you probably remember that. And she would sit it on the, the, the top rack above the cake because she didn't want the cake to fall. And, but as the cake would cook, as she would cook the cake, she would take an old toothpick and she would stick it down in there. And if, 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 if any crumbs came up on the, that toothpick, that means the cake wasn't done on the inside. It wasn't finished cooking. So she would stick it back down in there again, and it would come up clear. It was finished, and it was done. Sometime in our lives, we have to tell those who come to try to take us back into a place. We have to tell them that it's finished, that it's over, and it's done. Because Jesus already did everything for you. 
is already done. And you have to see that. You have to have enough faith to see and know that it's finished. When Jesus died upon the cross, you already got victory. It's finished. Everything that we needed, he did it at the cross. It was done. That's why he said, it is finished. When Jesus said that it is finished, you must believe it. No matter how the enemy comes, because the enemy will come. Look at all the enemies that was around Jesus. Look at all the ones that was crucified him. Look at the ones who was working beside him, and yet they were his enemies. People that worked right beside you said that they love you. But they crucify me every day. And not for you. Everybody don't love you. So we have to realize what Jesus said. Jesus said, it is finished. It's finished. It's done. It's done like that cake. It's done. There ain't no going back. You know, sometimes you got to tell me, I ain't going back. I'm not going back that. I'm not that person no more. I'm not going to tolerate that foolishness because all it is is foolishness. Jesus said it was finished. Do you not believe that it was finished? When he gave up the ghost, when he died upon the cross and he did the finished work, he did what he was sent to do. He was sent by God. That we could be forgiven of our sins. That we could have a new life through him. But you have to receive it. You have to want it. He said it was finished. You got to tell folks, it's finished. It's done. Oh, it's done. It's real done. It's over. And that's what Jesus was saying. It's finished. It's done. And it's over. And I'm not going back there. It's done. It's complete. You know, there's some things in our lives that are complete, but we still keep trying to go back there. We just trying to keep going back there. When Jesus said it's finished, if I don't brought you out, it's done. It's done. When Jesus says it's finished, it is finished, it is done, it is complete. And I'm going back. Jesus is never coming back. As a lamb slain. He's not coming back. That's why he said it's finished. And that's what we have to look at. We go through trials and tribulations, but when Jesus said it is finished, he meant that it was finished. It was done. We got to keep our eyes on Jesus. Because we're living in a time where people don't love God. We're living in a time where they hate the things of God. They hate the people of God. So we got to stay in the word, and we got to keep on believing, and we got to keep in faith, and know that Jesus said it's finished. Don't care what it looks like, don't care what it feels like, it's finished. Don't care what the enemy comes, don't care who it comes to, it's finished, it's done. And believe me, them little devils, they will know what you mean when it says Jesus said it is finished. They know what that means. They know, they know, they tie up. But you know, the devil only got a season. He got an expiration date. He can't torment you forever. He can't torment you forever. He 
what Jesus said. He just said it. Oh, don't even come to me with that no more. I was not telling. Don't come with me. That foolishness. Because it is. Jesus already did it. So you ought to go ahead and give him a praise. And say hallelujah to his name. Somebody ought to praise him right there. Because he said it is finished. It's a finished work. And it was a perfect work. He died once and for all for the sins of the world. He ain't going to go back and do that no more. That's over with. That's done. I wonder, will you complete the work that you're called to do for God? I wonder, will you keep the promises that you made to God? Why are you still running? Stop running. Come and do the work of God. Will you finish the work? Will you finish the ministry? Will you finish whatever God has called you to do? Will you fulfill your purpose in this life? Because we all got one. Will you fulfill it? You know, when Jesus said it is finished, that means that he accomplished his purpose, his God-given purpose upon the earth. Will you fulfill your God-given purpose upon the earth? Or will you keep running? You know you can't hide. So why are you running? It's time to get busy and do the work. Jesus finished the work that God had sent him to do. Son of God. And he was going about doing the work of the Father. Will you do the work of the Father? If you've been called and chosen, now don't just step out now. <laughs> don't just step out, you be called. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. It's going to be a great falling. He ministered God and called him. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Woo. Great falling of shame. The work of God. Jesus, look at it. He was the son of God. And he finished the work. He finished the ministry that he was given by God to do. He fulfilled it. And all of us have some type of ministry within us. We all have a purpose. And that purpose is to do the work of God. It'll be a shame if you leave this world and not fulfill your purpose and not fulfill your ministry. So, see, you, wanna, you want to do as Jesus said, it's finished. I, I done did the work. I done finished the work that God has called me to do. And it's complete. Because you want it to be complete. You want to fulfill the work of ministry that God has given unto you. Not nobody else's ministry. You don't have to be not nobody else. You don't have to talk like nobody else. Everybody ain't a prophet. And God didn't say you had to be one. And as a matter of fact, didn't find the prophet. But you need the word. And you need God. And you need to do the work. Sometimes we want to be in places that we ought not to be. 
If God hasn't called you to be a prophet, you ain't a prophet. If he called you to be an evangelist, you're an evangelist. If he called you to be a preacher, pastor, whatever he called you to do, fulfill the work. You want to fulfill the ministry that he has given up to you. Jesus fulfilled the ministry that he was sent to fulfill. He did the ministry starting at 30 and 33, filled the ministry. He didn't start ministry when he was a kid. We don't even know where Jesus was in those times, but we know he started at 30. Just be careful when we put our children out there. It might not be their time yet. Don't put them in warfare before time. Because when you do true ministry, there is warfare. Be very careful. When that time comes, then God will let you know when that time comes. But we must fulfill the ministry that God has given unto us. We must do it as Jesus did it. Jesus fulfilled the ministry. He said, all things are accomplished. In other words, I have done everything that God has sent me to do. I have fulfilled the prophecies of the scriptures. See, God told Elijah to go out and, and, and be disciples. All of us are just serving, even though some, you know, work in different offices and work in the fivefold. But all of us are serving. That's what we are. We're just serving. And we need to serve. That, he's calling us to serve. We are serving. He was a servant. He was a son of God. And he was a servant. And he said, I didn't come to be served. Look at, this, look at Jesus and how he did things, how he did his work in ministry. He fulfilled his ministry. All things are accomplished. God had accomplished everything that he was sent to do. He reconciled man back unto God. He died and paid the price for our sins. He shed his blood for the remission of sins. He died and laid down his life for us that we might have a new life through him. He knew no sin, but he became sin that we might have a new life. He was the son that would be born. He was the son that was given, that came to save his people from their sins. He fulfilled it. He fulfilled the scripture just as it had been prophesied. Everything that was prophesied about Jesus in the, the good book, as they, some people call it, in the Bible, all things was fulfilled according to the word of God. Jesus said it was finished. It was done. I have, in other words, I have completed my mission upon the earth. It's done. It's over. It's finished. There's no going back. It's finished. It's done. You know, he doesn't have to go back. 
because he did it in an excellent way. He did what God had called him and chosen him and sent him and anointed him to do. That's why he said, I was anointed to do what I'm doing. He was sent to do that. And that's why he could say, all things are accomplished. All things was accomplished through him. All things. All things could come new through him. All things could come new. See, Jesus said, you know, it is finished. When he gave up the ghost on the cross, put him in the tomb, it was finished. When he rose again, it was finished. It was all finished. When he rose again in three days, it was finished. It was done. Then he came back and he gave him follow-up proof. It was finished. When he sent it back to the Father, it was finished. It was done. He didn't have to go back and oh, I got to go back. I got to go back and fix this. I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. Oh, I forgot to do nothing. It was finished. It was done. Jesus died for the sins of the world. He died for you. He died for me. And it's done. You know, we can receive him as our Lord and Savior. Because over 2,000 years ago, he died for us. And he he shed his blood for us. It was finished. When he shed his blood for us, it was finished. When they nailed him to the cross, it was finished. When they pierced him in the side, it was finished. It was all finished. It was done. And he didn't have to go back over it. It was for once and all. Oh, it would be no other sacrifice needed for sin. For our sin. It was done. It was finished. Open the door that you and I can have new life through him. Because he finished everything. We have to receive it. He paid the price at the cross. He paid the price. That we might live through him and have eternal life through him. That we could be healed and be delivered and set free. When he had those uh, 39 stripes on his back for our healing, when he had the crown of thorns and all these things uh, for our mind, piercing in the hands and all of these things for our bodies, that we could be healed. It was finished at the cross. Everything was finished. He did it all at the cross. That's why he said, it is finished. It is complete. It's over and it's done. He came that we could have life through him and that we wouldn't die in our sin because if he had not came, if he had not died upon the cross, and he had not fulfilled the scripture, we'd be down in our sins. But he came. The Son of God came in the flesh. 
that we might have life through him. That we can be forgiven of our sins. And everything that we needed, it was accomplished at the cross. You got to see it nailed to the cross. You got to see it finished no matter what your, the people around you, your enemies said. You got to see it finished. You got to see it done. Don't let them take you down, remember, like, no, let them, don't, don't, don't let them do it. Know that it's finished. Because Jesus died that you can live, that you can have a new life in him. You know, I always say there's no way you can come to Jesus and remain the same. You got to change. You got to change. Your lifestyle cannot be the way it was when you gave your hand to the preacher. So what? If you're still living that same old lifestyle, Alone. It's time for us to get it right. Because Jesus had already done the work. It was a finished work at the cross. Everything that we need is in Jesus. That's why he said it's finished. Whatever you need is in Jesus, but you got to know him. He's already done the work. He done the work and the work was finished. And and it was a good work. It was finished. It was done. It's over. Because he's already done it for us. And we have to see it as he said it. It is finished. He said it. He said, it is finished. It is red. It's done. So I want to, today, if you are not saved, Jesus came that you may come to him that your soul might be saved. And I give you an open invitation to choose this day who you're going to serve. Jesus has already did the work for your salvation. For you, it is free. But for him, it was not free. He paid a price for it. For all the things that he went through. That's why he said all things were accomplished. And it was accomplished through the Son of God. Today, if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ today. Receive him as your personal Savior so that you may know him for real. And if you're somebody that's been on the church road, 20 and 30 years, and you really don't know Jesus, and you're not saved. Because there are many people on the church road thinking they're going to heaven, but they're going to lift their eyes up in hell because they ain't saved. You've got to know him. You've got to be saved. You've got to be saved to know him. Being on the church road, going under the water, giving the preacher your hand and not saving you. You've got to confess your sins. You've got to come and ask him to come into your heart and be your Savior. All those that are backslidden, it's time for you to come back to your first love. God said he's ever married to the backslider. It's time for us to get it right. 
because Jesus is soon to return. He said, it is finished. What he said, it was finished. That means that you and I can come and our soul can be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. But we must choose this day who we are going to serve. We got to choose this day to live for Jesus. We got to choose this day to repent of our sin and turn our lives around. Because Jesus has already finished the work that we might live again through him. He died upon the cross that you might live, that I might live. It was a finished work. It is finished. It is done. And nobody can go back and claim it. Nobody else can say they can, they did it. Only Jesus can. And that's the only way your soul can be saved, through Christ Jesus, the Lord. That's the only way you can get saved. He's the only way that you can be saved. There ain't no other way. Don't believe that. Go tell them there's another way to heaven. That ain't no truth. That's a lie. That's not a truth. A lie, Wanda. That's not a truth. You got to go through Jesus, the Son of God, to be saved. He was the one that did the work. There's no man or no no uh, woman do the work at the cross. Nobody did that work at the cross but Jesus. He was sent by God to do it. Receive him today as your personal Savior. And if you don't know him, if you will say this prayer with me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. I believe. I believe that you shed your blood for me. It was finished. I believe that God raised you from the dead for me. It was finished. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me and finishing the work at the cross that I might have life. Come into my heart. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin with a godless sorrow. I confess my sins, known or unknown. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, this day, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to help me because I can't make it on my own. I can't do this on my own, but I need you to help me on this journey of faith. If you said this prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, be saved and change your life today, if you are a backslider and you have rededicated your life that to Christ today, amen, to God be the glory. I want to encourage you to inbox me on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth, so that I can get you in contact with my leaders so we can get with you and pray with you and help you on your Christian journey, help you uh, so that you won't keep straying and keep going outside of the sheepfold. Because if you keep going out of the sheepfold, you just may not make it back. So come. 
back to your father. Come back to your first love while you still have while the blood is yet running warm in your veins, the next minute, next second, or the next hour is not promised to any of us, and you want to be ready. You don't want to leave this world and not finish your work. That would be very sad. Come back. Come. Come back to your father. And if you have done that, if you inbox me, if you are one of those people that been on the church road for 20 and 30 years, and you know that you're not saved, everybody know whether they're saved or not. You know that you're not saved. You can't get in by your good deeds. Inbox me and let me know that you have given your life to Christ today, for real, for real, and you stop playing church today. It's time to stop playing church. Y'all, it's time to stop it. It's time to stop playing church. Jesus is getting ready to return. Don't you see what's going on in the world? Open up your eyes that you may see. Soon to return. And you must be ready for his return. It's time to get right with God. Stop playing church. Just get it right. Get it right. Glory to God. If you are one of the three and you have done that, in my as I said earlier, I'll get you in contact with uh, my leaders, amen, and we're going to pray with you. Uh, we're, we, I want to encourage you to begin to follow uh, with our Wild Worldwide Ministries, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries, Pathetic Corner, Faith Calm by Hearing Ministries, I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected with these ministries. We are a Bible-believing church without walls. We are spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the nation and, and to the whole world for the glory of God. If you follow these ministries, you're going to receive the truth. You're going to receive deliverance. You're going to receive even begin to walk in your destiny. You're going to begin to live a new life. You're going to get to taste the new wine. You're going to get delivered. You're going to get healed. You're going to get set free. See, many people are not getting set free because they're not in the right places. You got to be where the people are called and chosen and anointed to do what they're doing. Because every house ain't that, that way. It's just a building. Don't get stuck in the building. Because Jesus was outside of the building. He was outside of the building. You know? He was outside of the building. You can't know. I hear you. You can't find it in the Word. No way. Ain't in there. It's just a religious thing. People being bigger, bigger churches on every corner. And the people in the church are dying. Zion is king. Big churches with walls. With walls and people to die. They ain't get no healing. They ain't get no deliverance. They ain't get nothing. God is not pleased. Jesus had a ministry outside of the walls. And he was healing. People were getting set free and delivered from the very thing that was coming against them. How can somebody be on a church all those many years? Doing the same old thing, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to stop playing church. We got to stop it. Stop it. Because God is not pleased. God give you warning before destruction. You better stop it. As I said earlier, we are ministry without walls. 
sharing and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world, touching lives all around the world, all over the world, all over the map, touching lives. So we want to encourage you to get connected. We know that you're listening. Even though you may not click like on any of the shows, you might not even follow the show, but we know you're listening. So we want to encourage you to become a follower of these ministries. We are where you are. Wherever you live, that's where we are. Wherever you're going, that's where we are. Wherever you are. It's no excuse, and that's what Jesus is going to say. He's going to say, it is finished. And he's going to say, I had ministries out there that you could get healed and delivered, and you could receive the truth of the word. You can't go to Jesus and say, I couldn't get it. Because here's some ministries right here. And there's ministries all over the world, not just this, these ministries, but there's ministries all over the world where the word of God and the truth is being preached. So it's time now for us to get it right. Get connected to these ministries and stay connected to these ministries. And if you do, I guarantee you, your life will never, ever be the same. There are true prophets on the, the leadership of this ministry. They're true prophets of God. There's many prophets out there, but there ain't no true prophets. They lie and wonder. But I can tell you for a fact, I can tell you what I know, that the prophets that are up under this ministry, probably Martha, an apostle, true prophet of God. You can put your money on that. You're going to get the truth. And they ain't going to tell you nothing that ain't the truth. Because a lot of times we want to follow these ministries and we want to stand on all these different lines all over everywhere, all these uh, $1,000 lines and all this foolishness. But you ain't getting no prophecy. You ain't getting no truth. And you don't give your money just as a truth prophet. We got the truth prophets over here. That's why your money ain't going nowhere. That's why they ain't going to try. That's why they got holes in your pocket. Because you're putting your money on ground and not fertile. These are true prophets. We've got powerful men and women of God on this team. And I want to encourage you to follow them. Follow their ministry. That you can be blessed and be healed and delivered. Jesus said it was finished. And it was done because all the work that he done showed that um, people were being healed, people were being delivered, people were being set free. All things was accomplished through his work. So it should be the same way even now. If you're under a ministry, something in your life should change. That old thing shouldn't be. It should be finished. It should be done. You shouldn't even be living that lifestyle no more. It should be finished. So it's time for us to get it right. And I want to encourage you to begin to follow these ministries of God. Amen. We know that you're getting delivered. We know that you're receiving a word. We know that you're using the word for your own profit. But we know that you're getting it. Go into these ministries. Sow a seed of faith in these ministries because you are receiving a word. And you're receiving a truth. 
and you get the stuff that you wouldn't got up under the ministry that you that you're under because you're under ministry, but you're coming to this one. These ministries getting delivered here, set free, getting money, and all different kind of things, but you refuse to sow into these ministries. God is not pleased. Hear the word of the Lord. Not pleased. Enough is enough. He is not pleased. Begin to do what is right in the sight of God. When you receive a word, you ought to be willing to be obedient unto God and sow what he has told you to sow, and he has told you to sow into one of these ministries, and you have not done it yet. That's between you and God. But I know that he told you, and you got to answer for it. As I said earlier, we want to encourage you to follow these ministries. Amen. To God be the glory. We give God all the praise and all the glory for his holy word. BOT announcements. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today with your radio host, Prophetess Martha Williams, from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a powerful word from the Lord. I want to encourage you to get connected. This is a ministry uh, for you. She's a true prophet of God, a very powerful woman of God. So I want to encourage you to get connected with her. You can follow her on Block Talk Radio. Uh, pathetic corner. You can also follow her on Facebook as uh, well. And also go like her uh, pathetic corner ministry page as well. If you could click like there and follow, um, follow her on the rest of the other, her other ministry pages. Amen. Uh, if you need prayer or anything, you can also just inbox her on uh, Martha Williams. I think she has it. Or pathetic corner ministry. Uh, she is the first half of the hour power, as they call us, amen. And she does it from 5 to 6, and Voice of Truth is the second hour. And we are from 6.30 to 7.30, and I'm your, your radio host. Also, on Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m., we have one word from the Lord. It's live and on the air on Block Talk Radio with the Apostle Yvonne and Pastor Joseph Ryle. My leaders, amen, awesome man and woman of God. We want to encourage you to get connected, uh, amen, always a good word, an on-time word, true prophecy. So we want to encourage you to get connected, follow it. We pray that you will sow a seed into Without Walls Worldwide Ministry to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world. Your job is to sow the seed. God is asking you to sow one in Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. Throw it into the ministry and watch God bless you. Amen. Then on Saturdays, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry live and on the air on Block Talk Radio with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askews at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected. Powerful woman of God. Amen praying woman of God. You don't want to miss her show. And all these shows are on Block Talk Radio, and we thank God 
for Block Talk Radio. Uh, all the shows are pre-recorded, so you can always go back in and, uh, on demand and to listen to a pre-recorded show. So if you miss it live, you can always go back in the archives and listen to a pre-recorded show. So we want to encourage you to do that. We also want to encourage you to become a wild partner, as I call it, a wild partner. And if you want to do that, if you can just inbox me on Facebook and let me know um, if you want to be a wild partner, um, an offering of $25 more. You know, a lot of times we throw away $25. You know, $25 ain't too much today. So we know that we throw away that kind of money. So why not put it in the work of God in the ministry and watch it grow? If you become a wild partner, as I called it, you will receive perks, certain perks from the uh, from the ministry. You're automatically on our prayer prayer list. And not only that, you receive other type of uh, exhortations. You'll receive encouragement and those kind of things. So we want to encourage you to become a wild partner. Just inbox me and I will tell you how to go about doing that, amen, and how you can receive that. Uh, as always, if you need prayer, please inbox your prayer request to me on Facebook, uh, Voice of Truth, or Facebook, Elaine Jackson, and Facebook, uh, Voice of Truth as well. You can submit it there. Our webpage is votwm.yodasite.com. Amen. So we want you to... To, to inbox me there for prayer. As always, we will keep you in prayer. We want to encourage you to follow, connect, and stay connected to these ministries without walls. And as I said earlier, you can listen anywhere, at your home, in your car, on the go, wherever you are, that's where we are. And we move, We live in a world now where everything is fast and everybody's on the move. So we, uh, we you can listen on your tablet. You can listen on your cell phone. Uh, you, you can listen on your desktop computer. So you've got plenty of ways to listen. Amen. Uh, and you can always call into every show. So we want to encourage you to do that. And as I said earlier, if these ministries have been a blessing to you, please sow a seed of faith and expect a harvest. In Jesus' name. We got to get out of here. We want to encourage you to tune in next week at the same time. Know that God loves you and we love you too here at Voices True. All those that are off tomorrow, we pray that you will have a beautiful, safe day on tomorrow and have a blessed week. I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with the seed and joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. You be blessed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.